Hey, it's Tariq Ali. A little birdie told me that you wish there was more frequent uploads to help you in your healing journey and that you didn't have to wait months for the next podcast episode. Well, now you don't have to. Check the description to find out how you can leap into healing, the subscriber edition of this podcast where you will get weekly episodes. Yep, you heard me. Weekly episodes. These exclusive subscriber-only episodes will include tools and tangible practices and methods I've come up with to help you heal and grow, reviews of the main show episodes for messages you may have missed, and even more bonus episodes like affirmations, mindset shifts, and Ask Tariq. Check out the description so you can find out more and start leaping into healing today. beautiful people welcome back to that conversation a podcast where we have the hard conversations that help us grow it is me Tariq Ali I hope you're feeling good I hope you're feeling happy I hope you're feeling at peace and if you're not well maybe that's why you came here (laughs) that's fine as well allow yourself to feel allow yourself to be where you are make space for yourself now today's episode is not a full episode it's going to feel like a full episode you're going to get the same feeling that you do from the other ones but This is actually a part of the last episode where me and Christian were sitting and talking and we were celebrating and talking about the big yes. So if you haven't listened to the last episode, you should go listen to that. But at the end of that conversation, I actually answered some questions and I answered them very thoroughly (laughs) and it added a good amount of time onto the episode. And I thought that these questions really stood on their own. So some of the things we talk about in this episode include feeling like you're going off of course and feeling like you're not achieving what you should be achieving at your certain age. We're also talking about making friends and how that's different from when you were a teenager and in your adulthood and the different things that I do to make friends and just how you can attract more friends in your life. We also talk about juggling a lot of your different interests and career paths. So a lot of people right now are in school or they're working a job, but they want to do entrepreneurship or they want to create content. And this specific person that asked this question, they're in school and they want to have a social media career. They want to influence. They want to be an entrepreneur and they're struggling with now. Navigating that. We also talk about that. We also talk about overextending yourself for people that you don't feel like are pouring into you. A lot of times we give so, 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 so much love, but the same people that we're giving all of that love to, we don't feel any of that love in return. And I'm talking about how I navigate that and where I am in my life with, you know, dealing with that because trust me, I have had my fair share. That's just a few of the questions that we will be talking about today. Please make sure that you subscribe, you rate, you review, all the things that you you could do to support me, share this podcast. I thank you for being here. And yeah, we can get right into the episode. All right, let's get into the questions. Okay. So the first question, Mm -hmm. I feel like we kind of talked about it, but it just says, just one question. How did you do it? I'm dead. I feel like I'm going off course and not achieving what I need to be, what I need to be at a certain age. So, so I didn't read the questions. I just put them on paper to give the Christian. He, I let him pick. But um, first of all, I think you should read. I mean, I think you should watch my video. Why you feel like a failure in your 20s. Mm, I like that one. Yeah, I really think you should watch that. Uh, it talks about not feeling like you have enough done at a certain amount of time and 
you know, all of my friends are doing this and they're 21 and I'm 21 and I'm like here. First of all, comparison is the root of all evil. Um, and you have to understand that we all, and it sounds, you know, like cheesy motivational stuff, but like sit back and don't even think of it as like an affirmation. Think of it as like a fact. Like when I'm saying this, I'm not trying to make you feel better. Like listen to it as the truth. And I have to preface with that because sometimes I even have to do that. Like when people are affirming me, mm-hmm. I know they're affirming me. So like even like when I was like bigger and people were like, oh, your body looks good. I just know you're trying to affirm me. So I just, did, I just didn't, would it, I wouldn't accept it in the same way. Mm-hmm. So when I say this, don't even take this as an affirmation. Um, our journeys are literally all different. Like literally. We all pay a different amount for tuition and loans. We have different jobs. We have different brains. We have, I have ADHD, Christian does not. Um, Like, it's just, we're all so different. We have different passions. We have different families, different resources, different privileges, different skin, different, like everything's different. So, and all of those things affect how far you do and don't go at a certain place based off of the tools that you were given. Some people are given more tools than other people in terms of emotional, uh, how to deal with your emotions, how to go to college. I was first generation. Some people are not first generation. They know how college works. So they went and it was easier for them. So I'm saying all this to say that there's no place that you should be right now in terms of like, you see what everybody else has and you feel like you should be where they're at because of the age. But that's the only thing you have in common. You have so everything else is not in common. Nothing else is in common. And so don't let the age confuse how far behind or ahead you are. You are where you need to be. It's up to you to look around at where you are and decide if you want to be somewhere else. And you can always change where you're at. And so for me, it was that. It was taking ownership of like, and also you have to have like, a, not even just ownership, you have to believe that I can change my circumstance. And not even for the better, you can change your circumstance for the worse. The decisions that you make can put you in a bad uh, position. It could put you in a, let me remove the judgment, could put you in a position where you don't want to be in a position that doesn't make you feel good, but you can also put yourself in a position that makes you feel great and where you want to be. You just have to understand that you have the power to do that because just like all the things that you, it's funny, we pay attention, this is a long response, but we pay attention so much to the things that we do that pull us back, but we don't pay attention to the things that pull us forward. It's like, you can name every single thing that you did wrong, but you can't even remember the things that you did right. And so if you have the power to pull yourself back, you just, you have the just as much power or even more to pull yourself forward. And it's about understanding that. So just work on that and work on your confidence and working on believing that you have the power to change it and yourself. That was good. Damn. <laughs> I be talking. Yeah. <laughs> talking i see why y'all subscribe girl i really do i be talking because that'd be real natural i don't even be hey look at me getting back into my power okay you can mm-hmm. go to the next one. <laughs> this is from javante mm-hmm. i wanted to ask what advice could you give to another young black lgbtqia plus male who is attending school in atlanta morehouse specifically also pursuing his professional but also social career Right now, I made the decision to put my social media career on hold and go full 100% in on my studies and try social media later. What are your thoughts around that? Thank you so much for being you. All love, Javante. Thanks, Javante. I think um, thinking about what you really want 
not what makes sense. And sometimes we don't know the difference. And so what I always do is think about when you close your eyes and you think about the perfect life, two years from now, what are you doing? I think I wanted everybody to do it in that moment. That's why I stopped. <laughs> but, and, and, and I want you to, and it, the first thing you thought about, right? Were you doing something that was attached to that degree or doing something that was attached to those dreams? And there you go. Because that's what you should be spending your time doing. That's where you should put your focus because you're going to put all your focus into something that is driven by your fear of shame, rejection, and judgment by friends, family, society, whatever. You're going to spend your time because you're trying to avoid those things, right? And maybe sometimes you're not in a good place emotionally. It's like, I want to feel love. I want to feel accepted. I want to feel these things. And don't judge yourself for that. We all want to feel that. And a lot of times we don't get a lot of that in our lives. And so what do we do? We do the things that we know will get us that. And for a lot of us, especially people of color and black people, the most place the, the most place we get that from, I don't know if I said that right, <laughs> is our family. And a lot of times our families pressure us to do those things. And if we don't do those things, we get all the things we don't want, which is shame, judgment, mm-hmm. like all of those things, right? So we do all of these things to get the things we need emotionally. And so that's why everything is driven by emotion. I'm telling you, <laughs> That's why I study, like, Brene Brown really, like, really, I love her. I will always give her her flowers. She's helped me on everything is about emotions. That's the only reason you do the thing you don't really care about. It's because other people will give you shame and all of those other things if you don't do it. And those probably are the people that give you all of that. So I want you to sit down and I want you to write, you know, if you didn't do the degree, what, what, what's the consequence? What are you losing? Are you losing acceptance from your family? Just think about all of those things and you'll start to see why you're doing those things. And then before you even try to push yourself, let it sit. Come to an acceptance of that with no judgment. And when I say that, remember, judgment is adding right or wrong, good or bad. And so a lot of people will write that down and be like, "Ah, I care about acceptance. Like, oh, my God, like you care about acceptance, baby. It's okay. We all do. It's okay. You human. We all want this. Stop making it like a thing where you're like less than or not good as or not as confident as somebody. We all want it. So first accept it. And then you'll get to a point of like, I want all these things, but I want to do what makes me happy. And I want to be with people that make me feel these, these, these things while I'm also doing what makes me happy. And so I think that's my real word because for me, I was spending so much time on like school and I mean, I'm a type of person, if I start something, I'm going to finish it. I just couldn't see myself dropping out. And I also loved learning. And then also I had a full ride and it was paying my bills. So, (laughs) you know, so I was, it was a tool. I was using college as a tool to pay for my bills. And then I spent all my extra money on like YouTube stuff. So I used it as, it was a job. School was actually a job for me. Mm. It was really a job. It afforded me an apartment where I could film my videos. I just had to spend all my time doing college stuff, but I had three days out of the week. It was a hustle. Um, So you just got to look at your factors like that. I'm not saying cut it out completely. Look at how it can help you. Use it as a tool. Use the things in your life as a tool to bring you happiness. Um, And I hope that helped. Yeah. Hey, it's me again. 
I know you're enjoying the show, but I want to keep it ad-free the way it's been. That's the way it should be. And when you subscribe to this show, you're not only supporting your own healing journey, but you're helping us produce this show so that we can continue healing millions. Check out the description so you can find out how you can leap into healing and subscribe to the show today. Yeah. The next question is, making friends is far away different than from when you're a teenager or a child. So how do you go about it when you're adulting? Oof. So I just came to this. I've lost like, and like I said in my last episode, I lost like four or five plus friends this past couple of months. And I understand that it happened at that time because of everything that's happening right now, right? It's so funny how God, that's how you know something big is coming is when he get all these people out your way. But I realized that before I was, and I made space for myself and I have grace for myself because I know I needed, like I just was talking, mm-hmm. it was crazy. I needed acceptance and I wanted to feel acceptance. Mm-hmm. I wanted to feel wanted and I wanted to feel, I wanted to be validated. And by people wanting to hang out with me or be out, be with me, I felt validated. Like, oh, I'm not a reject. Like, you know, people want to be with me. And that was because of how low I was these past two years. But as I slowly started to come out of that low, I started realizing that I, I just validated myself and I didn't need people here to validate that. And so I stopped going to friends for that. And I now operate on, I operate on how people make me feel. Mm-hmm. So I have no restrictions on who can be my friend. I just became really great friends with a bartender at a restaurant that I go to like a lot. Like we hung out like two days last weekend, a couple of days ago. I celebrated with her last night. And so I have no restrictions. If you make me feel good and we have good conversation and I feel safe around you, that's a friend. Yeah. We are friends with so many people that don't make us feel that. It's so crazy. And when you sit back and I tell, I promise you this, promise you this, I'll put money on this. Anybody that you're friends with, that does not make you feel safe, doesn't make you feel comfortable, and doesn't make you happy, you're not with them for how they make you feel. You're with them and friends with them for what they give you. And you got to think about what that is. Sometimes it's access to spaces, to people. Um, it can be validation. When I'm around this person, I feel more important. When I'm with this person, I feel more beautiful. You know, like it can be a lot of things, but if I operate on feeling now, Yeah. So I, I always, I talk to strangers, as y'all see on TikTok. <laughs> I talk to strangers and I just allow myself to be seen. You got to allow yourself to be seen in order for people to make, a, to have connection with you. Um, and so I'm just myself with everyone. And if I feel comfortable, I'm like, hey, I would love to feel comfortable more. What's yeah. your, what's your Instagram? Yeah. Yeah. I hope that helps. And I feel like how you said that you operate now on how you make people feel. I see a lot where people are like, oh, don't be friends with people who don't add value to your life. And I think that commodifies friendship. And like how you say, like you're getting everything from, like you you want something from people, but it's like, that's also not a friendship. So- I think it depends on the person saying that because I've said that before. Mm-hmm. And when I say value, I mean the relationship being valuable. Okay. And meaning that that person is valuable to you and someone, what makes someone valuable is they add to your life, meaning they add happiness, mm-hmm. they add fulfillment, they add safety, they add comfort. Mm-hmm. If they don't add anything but stress and suffering, <laughs> they have no value to you. Yeah. They literally deteriorate you, um, adulterate you. It's bringing you down. But when people add value, people that make you feel good, 
um, and comfortable, you express yourself more. You yeah. talk more. They're adding value because your value is even growing. So that's why I say it. But some people say it in more of like a, if you can't ask your friend for $10,000, why they your friend? Ooh. I hate them videos, girl. <laughs> girl. First of all, see, and what takes me out about that quote is if you can't ask your friends for $10,000, okay, so why are people friends with you? Because if you asking somebody for ten thousand oh. dollars, that means I can't ask you for ten thousand dollars. So why am your why am I your friend? <laughs> and the people that you're asking for ten thousand dollars, they can't ask you. So if they took your advice, they wouldn't be friends with you. Exactly. Okay. Hey Tariq, I have a question with something I've been desperately struggling with. For the past few months, I just feel not appreciated. I feel like I overextend and I'm always there for everyone when they need me. But when it's time to be reciprocated, it's never to the same standards. I try to set boundaries, but it's hard because I'm a lover at heart and hate that I have to try and love from a distance when I just want to love. Babe, I've been going through this heavy. I've been going through this heavy. Um, So much. I think this is a whole podcast episode, but I think that I'm going to go to the sub sub subtext. You got to stop. How about this? Pull back from the people right now. Pull back from those people that's hurting you, what you're doing for others. And I want you to pull back and I want you to look inside of you and I want you to reevaluate your value. Because I think what really helped me with this was reevaluating and relearning my value. And what I mean by that is when I started protecting myself and showing up for myself and building a relationship with myself, I started loving myself more. And when I started loving myself more and my inner child too, I felt the need to protect them more. Mm. And so when people didn't treat me right, adult me would push the little kids in me. Um, no. Because y'all are not about to do this to them. Because, like, we can protect a friend like that, right? Like, if I see somebody taking advantage of Chris, I'm be like, um, no. Because he just did that. But we could do that for friends. But when it's us, we overextend. So what I do, and I'm writing this book about this, <laughs> is really seeing your inner child as, like, another entity. And when you feel that someone's taking advantage of you and not treating you right, protect them. Even if, Because sometimes it's hard for us to protect ourselves. Think about it like you're protecting your inner child. And think about you when you were in a child and you were sad, like that sad moment in your childhood, right? Protect them. And when I started loving myself and understanding that I deserve to be protected, the thing is I was waiting for everyone else to protect me. But like when I realized like, oh, I can protect myself. When people tried to guilt little me for things that wasn't their fault and trying to like manipulate them or whatever, I was like, oh yeah, that's not happening. It, it was nice seeing you. So, and, and, and I think that all starts with you going back and just realizing your value and understanding, I don't deserve this. I deserve to be poured into just as much as I pour. And it's, it's not even, I'm not going to say that. I was going to say, it's not even about being transactional. It's just about understanding how you want to feel. Because some people pour all the time and don't even care about being poured back mm-hmm. into, you know? But if you know that that's something that you want and something that you need, your, your inner child has a need right now. Show up for it. Show up for it. It's tell, they're telling you what they need. You can either ignore them and make them feel just like all the other people made you feel when you were younger, or you can be the change in that little child's life and be, like, be the first person that actually shows up to their needs. 
and protects them. So I hope that was helpful. No, definitely. And the last question is, what inspires you to grow into a better you every day? Oof. I was not... It's kind of like going to the gym and seeing your your gains mm. for some people. For me, my body dysmorphia, I don't really check my gains like that. I just be like randomly in the mirror, be like, oh shit, I got abs. That's really what happened. And I'm, I, people think I'd be lying, but I'm so serious. Um, but like, I know most people, like when they start seeing results, they're like, oh shit, let me keep going to the gym. I lost 10 pounds. And I think that's what happened. I think I did it once on accident. <laughs> Not on accident. I've always been a very nice person. And I didn't like the way people treated me, but I would respond first. I would react in the beginning. I would react and I was like, I was never mean. I just reacted and emotion. And I was like, I would like make someone either feel bad or I would lose friendships. And I'd be like, what did I do? I don't want to make somebody feel like that. I hate making people feel uncomfortable. Oh my God. I've never liked that. Even in elementary school, I was that kid that when there was a new kid, I would go sit with them. You know, like new kids would sit by themselves. I'm like, hey, where are you from? Like, I just hated people looking uncomfortable because I knew what that felt like. I was a fat gay kid. <laughs> so I knew what it felt like. Um, and I was so loud and funny so people could hang out with me. So I hated people ever feeling ostracized or like uncomfortable. And so when I made people uncomfortable through my behavior or whatever, I was like, I don't want to do that. I don't want to make nobody feel uncomfortable. So I just started thinking about how I could not do that. And it required me to like grow on certain things. And then I just saw my gains and I was like, oh, wow, this is great. I was like, oh, I can become a better person. I'm like not stuck Mm -hmm. in this. And so just knowing that I can be better is just, it's actually fun to me. (laughs) You know, I love crying. A lot. I, you know what, Christian? (laughs) That's like, okay. Okay. No, but I love it. I love growing. I think growing, it also brings you a happiness and a peace. Every single time I grow on something, I feel more peace than I felt before. And I feel happier than I was before. I smile harder. My, you see more teeth. And when you've been as sad as I have, especially trigger warning, like I've been like really in the pits, like thinking about like the S word. And so... When I just got an inch away from that, I was obsessed with getting as far away as possible. And I just want to feel happiness, man. And the best way to feel happiness is to grow mentally, emotionally, all those things. Yeah. And I wasn't even here for like your journey. I'm mm-hmm. now in like the after. And even though like we joke that you cry all the time, every time he cries after, he has like the biggest smile after. I do. The biggest smile. Because it's like... I feel like you talk through it with me, basically how you would talk to yourself and you get emotional because you see your growth. It's like happy tears. I've never had someone tell me that. I've never realized that. You're right. Yeah. I do do that. I did it right now. (laughs) I don't know. Crying makes you know, it it reminds you that your heart is working and I've been numb and a lot of people are numb. They go through so much and they just continue on their day. They go pay the bills, go to work. And I get it, man. Hustle, bustle life. But I don't know. I just, I just wanted to feel better, man. I knew, okay, I think for me, I didn't think at some point, I didn't, I didn't, not that I didn't think I could change my circumstances, but like my circumstances was my circumstances. And the only thing I could see that I could change was like my mind and like my mental, like how I operated. Mm-hmm. 
So I just did that. But then once I did that and I saw how it changed my outside world, I was like, oh, okay. So that's what happened. But that's the episode, guys. I liked this episode. It was great. Thank you for having me. Thank you for coming. Um, Please make sure that you rate and you review. Um, You share this podcast with a friend or a family member that you think will love it. See, things are about to get really busy, but I want to keep doing this podcast. So I'm excited about that. And I love that like I'm like taking people on the journey. I didn't even like plan to do that kind of, but like on this like screenwriting journey, like, you know, like all of it. Mm -hmm. Um, But I'm just happy. (sighs) Yeah, man. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Do you have any closing remarks? No, just thank you for having me. Keep following him because again, like you said, these are picking up, but a lot of great things are going to be happening. Yeah. And so, yeah, a little congratulations. I got you a little treat. Oh, you did? Yeah. Oh, this isn't chocolate. No, it's not. Okay. But it's just a little dessert. Oh, it's because it's French. Is it? Oh, no, you just no, got No, this it. is a Cuban restaurant. It's Cuban? Yeah. Oh, I just saw a, a tart. Thank you, babe. Are you going to eat one? Mm. I'm like, it's three. <laughs> you knew you was going to eat one. <laughs> I'm dead. He gave, look, guys, this is so sweet. I hope you put this on the business card. No. You don't got to pay for this. It's a little gift. <sighs> Thank you, Kristen. I need to give you a gift. You were part of this as well. Mm-hmm. One of the tarts. We'll yeah. celebrate together. Yeah, that's it, guys. I thank you guys. Thank you to Christian for being our first guest. We're going to keep having guests. Uh, let me know. Give me feedback what you think, what you would like to hear, what you would like to see. And yeah, any guests that you would like to see, DM them. Tell them, go into Reek's podcast, you know, help me out here. Um, But yeah, have a great day, guys. And I love you. Hey, it's Tariq Ali. A little birdie told me that you wish there was more frequent uploads to help you in your healing journey and that you didn't have to wait months for the next podcast episode. Well, now you don't have to. Check the description to find out how you can leap into healing, the subscriber edition of this podcast where you will get weekly episodes. Yep, you heard me. Weekly episodes. These exclusive subscriber-only episodes will include tools and tangible practices and methods I've come up with to help you heal and grow, reviews of the main show episodes for messages you may have missed, and even more bonus episodes like affirmations, mindset shifts, and Ask Tariq. Check out the description so you can find out more and start leaping into healing today.